Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. We'll turn now to the chaos in RTE following the resignation of Chair Shuni Rahali. The Media Minister Catherine Martin is due to give a press conference in the next couple of minutes and Labour Senator Marie Sherlock and Seamus Dooley of the National Union of Journalists join us to give some immediate reaction to that. But first to our reporter Barry Lenehan and Barry what do we expect at this stage? Yeah well after a day full of conjecture and rumour about the fate of the RTE board amid political rumour that some or indeed all of the board could resign well uh, that has not come to pass so far. The RTE board has in the past few minutes released a fresh statement following an emergency meeting this afternoon. The eight board members gathering including one dialing in virtually from New York to have this meeting and they've released a statement in which they are essentially this evening, Sarah, fighting back um, against the department, if you will, and against the media minister, Catherine Martin. The RTE board saying that in fact the Department of Media was informed of the exit package details for the former Chief Financial Officer Richard Collins that the Secretary General of the Department Kathleen Licken was contacted by Shunni Rahala the now ex-RTE Chair directly on October 10th 2023 by telephone and updated about the meeting uh, that the Remuneration Committee of the Board had and its outcome i.e. that it had approved an agreement with Richard Collins. Now this uh, statement from the Board goes into detail about how new terms of reference were introduced uh, after all the furore and saga of last summer for the remuneration committee uh, and it also says rather interestingly at, at the end of its statement that the RTE board as a full, the full unit obviously the remuneration committee had discussed and signed off on Richard Collins's exit package but the full board was updated about this approval at its next meeting October 26th but approval by the full RTE board was not required, the board stating out this evening. And remember uh, that on two occasions, uh, on several occasions last night, Catherine Martin had said that she'd been given uh, reassurances by uh, Shunni Rahala that the board had no role whatsoever in approving uh, the package uh, for Richard Collins, that she was upset perhaps to learn otherwise. But the board clearly stating tonight, uh, or this evening rather, that the full board did not have to give sign-off. We also have minutes of the remuneration committee meeting, which signed off on the package for Richard Collins this on the 10th of October and clearly stated at the end of that those minutes is Shunni Rahala saying that she would advise the Department of Media of the discussions and the committee agreed in principle this is the remuneration committee for the package for Richard Collins so essentially the board fighting back this evening Sarah ahead okay, of this so press that's, conference. That's the board uh, what are RTE saying about all this? Uh, no official statement from RTE so far uh, this evening Evening, but we are expected to hear something shortly. Uh, conjecture that the ex- interim leadership team uh, of Kevin Backhurst, the Director General, has also been meeting this afternoon. Uh, and ex- we also perhaps could see further statement or commentary from the RTE board as well, I'm told, after the media minister has this press conference. But we have heard from the Director General of RTE, Kevin Backhurst, uh, expressing his regret at the uh, chaos, the regrettable chaos that he, uh, as he put it, 
that it's engulfed the broadcaster. Uh, but essentially, Kevin Backer is also backing up Shunni Rahala's um, uh, version of events, saying the correct procedures were followed when agreeing a payoff with Richard Collins and said that a large volume of issues had been discussed with Catherine Martin this week and the chair had informed the department, Mr Backhurst, saying about the process which led to Richard Collins's departure. So RTE, through its Director General, very much backing up the version of events put forward by the now ex-chair, Shunni Rahala. Okay, and as you say, we're waiting to hear from Minister Catherine Martin at that press conference. At this point, what sort of pressure is she under over all this? Yeah, um, lots of senior ministers out this this morning uh, from Fanagail and indeed her party colleague, Roderick O'Gorman, the integration minister, defending uh, Catherine Martin, saying that she didn't sack the minister uh, live on, or sack the chair rather, live on air on prime time last night, while the Taoiseach also expressed confidence in the media minister uh, Catherine Martin uh, but de- definitely it'll be interesting to see what emerges now from this meeting from this press conference we're looking at live pictures here they are gathering for it or the, the microphones are, are in place uh, 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 if you will but mm. she there's pressure seems to be mounting from the opposition and really as well Fianna Gael Fianna Fáil not coming out uh, this evening as of yet to, to uh, until Miss Martin has those words to speak and she will be of course asked what knowledge perhaps did she have or her department have of that exit package for Richard Collins. She's saying last night that she had no knowledge that Shunni Rahala didn't mention it in their hours of discussions this week but clearly now the message from the RTE board, from RTE itself through Kevin Backhurst and from Shunni Rahala is yes we did tell you about this package on October 10th. Okay, well, while we're waiting for that press conference to begin, we're joined uh, by Senator Marie Sherlock, and Le- who's Labour media spokesperson, and also by Seamus Dooley, chair of the NUJ, and you're both welcome. And Marie Sherlock, I'll come to yourself first. And the Labour Party is saying that Minister Catherine Martin's position is untenable. Would it have been better to wait to hear what she has to say before making that statement? Well, I think we heard from her last night and I think, Sarah, like, you know, I think we're all just so frustrated at this stage that the situation has got into a a place where it's farcical that, you know, the reality is that the state is giving a bailout to RTE. Um, uh, it will be, by the end of this year, about 71 million euros. We have a situation that the minister doesn't seem to have been asking questions all along about high profile exits. There now seems to be confusion about what the department knew and what the minister knew. And for her to take to the airwaves last night and I suppose make allegations about the chair before actually bringing them to the chair at a meeting this morning, just beggared belief to be frank about it. Well, she didn't didn't necessarily make allegations or did she? What she said was what what her own experience was, which is that she had two lengthy meetings at which she asked the chair twice um, whether or not the board had been informed of the exit package for for Richard Collins or Rory Coveney and at those two meetings she was told no. And, And that is factually correct. That is what happened. But she, but but she, she made the point that she felt she was misinformed, right, and that she was summoning uh, Shuni Rahalik mm. this morning to discuss this. Surely, the appropriate course of action was to meet Shuni Rahalik first. But but the key point here, the key, like we we can get stuck in the weeds about the he said she said. Mm. The reality is that RTE needs calm, calmness, leadership, stability. The minister taken to the airwaves last night did none of that, but plunged 
the national broadcaster uh, into a much deeper crisis. And and like, you know, when we step back from this, it's not just about staff and RT who are hurting here. The whole independent production sector who relies on RT for commissioning and all that, like they, they, they are hurting as well. And we need RT to move on and not have this played out for yet another week over our airwaves. And the reality is that the government needs to, to take control of this situation. As I say, like RT is reliant on a state bailout and you would think yeah. um, that if it is giving that money, that it would be looking very closely at, at all the major decisions and you don't made accept by, that, by the that, board. You don't accept that what Catherine Martin may have been trying to do last night was take control of the situation, uh, realising that she had been misinformed, that she'd passed on that misinformation to the public uh, because that was the best information that she had, that she thought the best way to con- take control of this is to call in Shuni Rahali and to um, to relay the information that she had at that moment in time to the public. But why would she announce on prime time last night that she was going to have a meeting? Why didn't she just have the meeting? And if she felt she didn't have the confidence of the, uh, you know, she, she didn't have confidence in the chair to 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 to, to fire her there and then. Like mm. I, I I suppose my biggest issue here is the manner in which this is being played out. But but more but more importantly, actually, has been the failure all along to ask questions, and it really beggars belief that the minister was only asking questions this week about the packages for those who exited high profile persons exited RTE last year. We're talking about July and October. And to think that she's only asking okay. in, in, in towards the end of February about what were the remuneration okay, packages. So and you yes, say- Shuni Rahalik, you know, had, you know, like as in, you know, for, for, uh, gave the incorrect information at the meeting on Monday and then subsequently, as we understand it, corrected the record yesterday morning. Yes. But the minister still sought to, 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 to drag this out over the airways. I think there are very serious questions about her judgment and all this, and if we are serious about taking control of the of the you know about ensuring that RTE can get on with the the reforms and the work it needs to do, then you know there are questions about whether this minister is capable of overseeing that. Okay, and and I want to get on Shane Stooley, but just briefly, uh, Marie Sherlock, if uh, as the Labour Party has said, her position is untenable. If Catherine Martin goes, how does that help the situation? Do do more resignations well, help this situation? Well, 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 can I just say, Sarah, like, you know, certainly I don't in any way easily say, you know, that a minister's position is, is, is untenable. Catherine Martin has done some tremendous work, particularly for the arts. But as I said there, like, there are people in the arts suffering because of the stalemate in RT at the moment. And, you know, this to me is not about individual personalities. This is about the government. Well, I mean, the Labour Party has made it about an individual personality because you've called the minister's position, you've said her position is untenable. So that's that's uh, a personal attack and in terms of her position. Um, Will you be putting down a a, a motion of no confidence? No, absolutely not. Why would we be wasting our time in the dollar, Shannon, putting down a motion no confidence? The reality is the government have to take control of this situation. And it's for the Taoiseach and the Thánaiste to come out now and actually say to, t- to tell tell the country what they are going to do to put an end to this farce. Because but hold frankly, on a second. the if public the is Party completely thinks, frustrated. But hold on a second. If the Labour Party thinks that you have a minister in charge of uh, the media whose position is untenable and the national broadcaster is in chaos, according to the Director General Kevin Backer, it's very regrettable chaos. What do you mean you'd be wasting your time to put down a motion of no confidence? If her position is untenable, if you don't have confidence in the way she's she's uh, performing her duties, surely it's very important that she's removed from her position, according to the Labour Party. 
Sarah, I would much rather be talking to you now about the the, the, the major issues that are out there. Like how sure, I know, but that's not what we're talking about. And the you, you no, the but, Labour but Party has right, taken a position here that uh, Catherine Martin's yeah. position is untenable. So, so why not follow that through? And, 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 and we are not going to prolong the, the farce any longer, right? Uh, the, like is in by, by putting down a motion of no confidence and taking up precious dollar Shannon's time to discuss the ins and outs of whether a minister should be in place. We've made our position clear today that like is in the, 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 the decisions that the minister made last night, the okay. uh, being behind the curve over the last number of months as we see it, um, you know, it, it cannot continue. And the government now need to make decisions about how right. they are going to take control of this crisis. And, I want and, to, and, and, um, and, and to my mind, a change of minister is required. I want to move on to Seamus Dooley, who's, who's also with us. And Marie, you might stay with us if you don't mind. Seamus Dooley, what's your response to all this? Well, <clears throat> this is deeply regrettable. We've moved from we've moved from toy show to high farce and it is simply not good enough. Uh, I'm not going to comment on the political issue of the future of the Minister but I would say that I think that Shuni Rahala was a fine chair, someone who was engaging and who was showing leadership and it is very clear to me that she acted in an appropriate manner and I am surprised that when the Minister was referring last night to what had happened she did not tell the whole story which was that there was a letter sent to her department on the 10th of October. So if you're talking well, about revealing the story, then you have to tell the full story. Yeah, it's possible the, the minister wasn't aware of that letter. I mean, we've yet to get clarity on that. Well, I think that comes to the next point. Before you come to the airwaves talking about someone holding a position, such as the chair of the state board, and putting a question mark over their future, you have to have all the facts. I think the problem last night was the minister was in the wrong room. I, as a journalist, love drama. But actually, it would have been better if she was sitting across the table from Shuni Rahla and, and, did her, and conducted an interview with all of the facts. I also find it very surprising that having summoned uh, the Director General of the Chair to a meeting on Monday, she didn't say to someone in the way into the meeting, by the way, have we all the literature and letters on this? I also find it very difficult to imagine a meeting whereby all of the parties have received correspondence and no one discusses it. And this is part of the chaos, the fine mess, which can make great, for great headlines, but actually the people I represent are reeling from yet another mm. uh, piece of farce, which is not entertainment. And I agree that a vote of no competence which would be defeated would be a distraction. I think this government collectively needs to grab the funding of public service broadcasting by the scruff of the neck, end all of this and get it over with. Mm. Uh, What impact do you think these developments have had on staff? As you say, it might be drama for people outside the organisation, not so though for people working within. Uh, It has had a huge uh, impact on morale of an already uh, downsodden staff who feel that every time they they get up from a punch, another one happens. But it's not just staff in RTE. Marie Sherlock is right. It's also independent production people. But it also undermines the confidence of the public in the concept of public service broadcasting. I think we need to realise that, you know, there will always be controversy. There will always be you know, issues to be debated. But there comes a time when we actually have to say, what's the goal here? The goal here is to enable the people within RTE and in public service broadcasting in Ireland, give them a bit of certainty so that they can do their job. And I, you know, I think the issue 
of excessive pay for executives, the issue around lack of transparency. These are issues that we need to debate. But it's a time for cool heads and debate them in an appropriate context rather than in the middle of yet another storm. Um, okay, and just for, very briefly, Marie Sherlock, on 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 all of that. Um, I mean, everyone is, has been trying trying to draw a line under all of this. Um, how does the government or how does RTE go about drawing a line under all of this? Well, I think the first thing is that I think the public need to to, to believe that the government and RTE are in lockstep now in terms of trying to find a way for RTE to be on a sustainable, secure footing. And I suppose what's been very apparent, uh, particularly over the last 24 hours, is that they have been miles apart. They clearly haven't been communicating at all. And so I think the government, the Taoiseach and the Taunish need to come up with very clear statements now as to how they see things playing out. Um, Obviously, Kevin Backhurst, um, you know, and I, I've I've said this previously, I want Kevin Backhurst to succeed. I think Kevin Backhurst has made some mistakes along the way, but I think we all need Kevin Backhurst to get on with the job of putting RT on a sustainable footing. Okay. And ultimately, um, we need to ensure that we put an end to this, you know, uh, constant crisis now uh, and that the public can know that there is, you know, real reforms and real progress being made on putting it on a sustainable social. All right. Well, Marie Sherlock and James Dooley are staying with us. We're still waiting for that press conference to get underway, but right now we'll take a quick break. 